Welcome to the Party Talk Podcast. Welcome to the Party Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Cooper Kymig, here with Chris Kymig. You know, it's been a little while since uh, you guys have heard from us. I have some unfortunate news. We recorded the podcast last week, right before the game on uh, on Thursday, and uh, I lost the file. It just disappeared. It's a pretty good one, too. It's one of our better podcasts that we recorded. Um, some of our predictions that we had, they, they turned out pretty well, but um, we're not going to cover those today because uh, we didn't put it out for you guys, so it kind of be like cheating. So um, let's just get into uh, Week 17. Chris, uh, you still in the playoffs in any of your leagues? Championships, maybe? Uh, well, what are you what are you laughing at for? Uh, <laughs> somebody just squeaked by and beat me by two points because my kicker pulled a hammy or something. Um, so you beat me by two, and then uh, the other two leagues I got spanked in. So I'm zero for three and uh, getting ready out for my fantasy baseball drafts. Yep, um, I got. I'm in the championship in the two leagues. Um, started off pretty hot in both of them. In the one league, I had uh, David Njoku, who, you know, he has like 16 points. He had a great game. And then in the other league in the championship, I had Brees Hall, who put up 20-plus. And then the Jets' defense, which I was uh, I was pretty scared about, you know, in the first quarter. I'm like, oh, no, I'm going to be negative. But they had a couple lucky picks and fumbles. So looking pretty good right now. Hopefully, I mean, I want to win both of them, but. You know, when you play in so many leagues, it feels like, say, you have, you know, you got a couple players on your team, and then you're facing a team who has the same players, and you don't know which one you want to root for. Should they do good? Should they do bad? Because I got, I got Gibbs in one league, and then the guy I'm playing in the other has Gibbs. So, ah, I don't really know what I want to happen. That's something I don't like playing in so many leagues. I got so many players here and there; it's kind of confusing. So I just kind of let it ride, and whatever happens, happens. Yeah. All right, let's get into uh, week 17 predictions. That's this week. It's going to be um, the championship for most leagues. If you play in a league where uh, week 18 is the championship, I feel bad for you, especially if you have like a Lamar Jackson or, you know, players who are on teams who secured the buy already. They're probably benching their best players. So look to get out of those leagues next year, maybe change up the format a little bit. All right, let's start with our start. Of the week, who's your start of the week, Chris? Well, there's not many players to pick from because they're all injured, or <laughs> I don't know what's going on. But my gosh, my phone's just been binging every couple minutes. Somebody's injured, somebody's not playing. Um, so I'm going with uh, uh, Dak Prescott, he's got the Lions this week. And if you saw the way Nick Mullins threw against the Lions, he had 400 yards passing. But I uh, know does that count when he's thrown to the team with the different color shirt? <laughs> I mean, I think he had those. He probably had 500 yards passing. Um, so uh, Prescott, I can see uh, going over 400 yards probably, probably up to four TDs. That's just going to be a, a bang-bang show. So uh, grab the popcorn ready. Yep. And, uh, you know, my start of the week, I really need it here. I'm going to go with uh, Travis Etienne. 
He's uh he scored below ten PPR points in back to back games, but uh this is his bounce back week. Uh to cap off a really good fantasy season. I think he's top five running back this year. Um he started off really good. He's getting a bunch of touchdowns. Um he's kinda fallen off a little bit. He's just not getting those big runs anymore. But I mean Trevor Lawrence seems to get injured every week, but then he, he comes out and plays. He's not I believe, playing. I believe, yeah, he's just ruled out um, today. And, you know, they have a great, great matchup against the Panthers, which there's no reason why they should not run the ball almost all game. Why risk it? That's, that's what they're they're awful at, uh, defending running backs. So the Panthers, they give up the fifth most rushing yards to running backs this year, and by far the most rushing touchdowns. They have 19 rushing touchdowns given up on the whole year. I think that's five more than the next team. Um, another reason I love this spot for ETN is because the Panthers have been uh, very good against the pass this year. They give up the fourth m- fewest uh, points to quarterbacks, and they're bottom five in receptions, yards, targets, you name it, uh, against wide receivers. So teams usually run against the Panthers, and uh, that's what I look for the Jaguars to do. So Travis Etienne is my start of the week. All right, bench of the week. Who's your bench of the week, Chris? I got a shocker. You guys are going to be sitting down. Amari Cooper. Oh, that's right. They already played, didn't they? <laughs> yep. <laughs> he didn't play. But, uh, you know, he put up 50 PPR points, 265 yards. And I'm still going to tell you to bench him. Um, you know, they're playing the Jets. It's not the Texans. Their defense is not even close. Uh, they've only given up one touchdown to wide receivers. But I bet you that tight end is going to do pretty good. I just got a sneaky feeling Njoku is going to do good. Oh, wait, he did. Uh, he was running all over him. I mean, they couldn't stop him. Um, what do you have, 125 at halftime or maybe the first quarter? Yeah, almost first quarter. That's where he got most of his. <laughs> yeah. He had 100-something in the good. first. It was crazy. Yeah, I'd look to see who had him on your team, and you started him over Laporta, so that was a pretty good call there. But might want to put Laporta in that flex spot. I'm still trying to figure out what's going to happen. It depends on if Chase plays or not. Yeah, it'll be close. But uh, I I can't tell you guys what to do because, you know, you guys are all still in the playoffs, and I'm working on my fantasy baseball. So (laughs) you do you. Good luck. I warned you. Yep. So I got a uh, I got two benches of the weeks. Um, my first one. It's hard to to say these, but I just have to. I mean, Mike Evans. Um, he's been on an absolute tear this year, but I wouldn't necessarily bench him. But you know, if you have a like a Nico Collins on the bench somewhere, you might look to start him. Mike Evans. Um, they play against the Saints. This week, and if you don't know Mike Evans' history against the Saints, it is terrible, absolutely terrible. I think he averages like forty something yards a game, three catches a game. He gets shut down. I know they're missing Larsh or uh, Marshawn Lattimore. I don't think he's going to return this week, so you know it kind of benefits Mike Evans a little more. But I just kind of trust that history that he has against them, and it's not very good. Um. But my true bench of the week is going to be Tony Pollard. He's been on a stinker this year, and uh, I wouldn't have been starting him if I had him in any leagues anyways. Anyways, uh, Tony Pollard has a terrible matchup against the Lions, who have been amazing against running backs this year. 
They give up the uh, least amount of rushing yards to running backs during the whole season. And now uh, you may be thinking he could make up for it in the receiving game, but uh, the Lions give up the fourth fewest receptions to running backs as well. Um, and they haven't even given up a receiving touchdown to running backs. So, you know, if you have another running back who's uh, in the same stratosphere, maybe uh, James Conner, I'd probably start over Tony Pollard. So Tony Pollard is my uh, bench of the week. Let's take a look at the waiver wire for our possible final week of uh, the fantasy season. Who are you looking at, Chris? I'm looking at nobody because I don't have anybody left to play. But uh, <laughs> if you need a wide receiver because they're dropping like flies this week, uh, Demarcus Robinson of the Rams, uh, four straight weeks of over 13 PPR points. So uh, they're playing the weak Giants. If you need somebody that got injured or just that they're not going to play or banged up, just uh, grab him. Um, also, K.J. Osmer of the Vikings. He's moving up to a solid number two spot, replacing Addison. Um, you know, I can see uh, a decent game out of him. He's not going to break any records, but he might get you 80 yards and a, a touchdown. So, Yeah, I, I actually like uh, Osborne this week. He's pretty good last year as well. I know he hasn't done much this year, but he hasn't really been uh, fighting for targets. That's a good call right there. He's um, healthy, one yep. thing. <laughs> so one player I'm looking on the waiver wire, if he's there, is Jeff Wilson. Uh, Raheem Mostert got hurt during last week's game. They haven't really said much um, about him this week, but he hasn't practiced yet all week, which kind of scares me. Uh, Raheem Mostert hasn't. You know, during the game, he returned for a few more snaps, and then he, he just couldn't do it anymore, and he eventually left. Um, you know, if uh, Raheem Mostert is out, Jeff Wilson could have a huge role for the Dolphins. I know they got A-Chan, but I think they trust Jeff Wilson a little more um, in, in a very important game this week. Um, you know, the Dolphins are one of the best offenses in the league, and the RBs usually score one or more touchdowns every game. Why would you not want to pick up a free running back on the waiver wire? And really, there's not much of a hurry. You should only be uh, in competition against one player picking up people. So if he's out there, I'd look to add him. Let's take a look at the bet of the week. I got a six-leg parlay for uh, plus money, 120 odds. Uh, I'm going to go Jameer Gibbs, 25 rushing yards. David Montgomery. 25 rushing yards. C.D. Lamb, 60 receiving yards. Amon Ross St. Brown, 40 receiving yards. And then Dak Prescott, 200 passing yards. And Jared Goff, 175 passing yards. Seems pretty easy. They've all cleared these lines almost every week this year. Um, I'm going to be placing one unit on this. And, you know, the bet of the week I had last week, even though the episode didn't get posted, it did end up winning. But uh, we're looking to start a new streak here. We're going to take a look at a new segment. We're going to be going over our New Year's resolutions, you know, in honor of the new year. We're looking to what can we improve upon? What do we want to do better next year? So what are your New Year's resolutions, Chris? I got a couple of them because I'm so old. I get two. Um, not going to draft anybody on the Falcons next year. If Arthur Smith is still around, there's no B. John, there's no Pitts, 
There's no London in my life. There ain't no way. <laughs> I just, it's too big of a headache, man. So I'm just going to pass them. And if I got to get Tony Pollard again, I'll take damn Tony Pollard, but I'm not going with Bijan again. I think, uh, I've, is, I, I think I've drafted Kyle Pitts every year he's been in the league and I get dis- disappointed every year, but he moves lower and lower down the, the draft board. And I'm like, ah, this is the year. No, it's not. And next year is probably not the year either. <laughs> yeah, These are on the 10th round. I'll take a look at them. But uh, the other thing I've learned, and I've kind of always done this um, one year ahead, Dak Prescott as my quarterback. <laughs> And my team was 5-0, and and I was beating everybody, and that was the year he got hurt. And, you know, I had a backup, but he was he was a way down there in the list. So what I've been doing ever since that is I grab uh, two decent quarterbacks. I mean, two top 12 quarterbacks, um, even two top 10s. If I got to take them back-to-back rounds, fifth or sixth, I do that every year. So uh, that's something I'm going to continue to do. Um, this year I was with, um, I took a lot of Mahomes early, uh, second, third round, probably second round. Cause I thought he was the man he did terrible this year. So he kind of hurt me, but I always had a backup and, um, I had CJ Strouth and he saved me quite a few games this year. So, um, grabbing two quarterbacks before you get down to the nitty gritty. Cause it drops off after about 14, I think, but, uh, I'm looking two top tens again, probably next year. Yeah. Um, one of my new year's resolutions thing that I kind of learned, um, uh, I'm going to be looking to target a very good tight end in all my drafts next year. In the four leagues that I play in, I had, uh, at least a top four tight end. I had Travis Kelsey, Sam Laporta. I drafted him in two leagues. Um, I had Trey McBride. I don't think he's top five, like, uh, total, but points per game he is. Um, and I did very good in all these leagues with a good tight end. The best part about it is, I mean, half the league is not going to have a good tight end, so you just have that great um, positional matchup. You're going to score more points than their tight end, so it gets you a little advantage. So next year I'm going to be looking to to draft one in the first six rounds at least. And, uh, yeah. and then as far as quarterbacks go, kind of what you talked about, I've never really – drafted two quarterbacks it's something i could do because i had Kirk cousins in in two of my leagues this year one of them i traded him the week before he got hurt and then the other one um kyler murray was still on the waiver wire and i i listened to myself on this podcast and i picked him up so i got lucky but if i didn't have you know kyler murray to back up Kirk cousins i would have been it would have been bad i'd be starting josh dobbs or Nick Mullins. <laughs> um, and then uh, another New Year's resolution that I have going in next year, I'm going to try and avoid the uh, running back dead zone. Sadly, I drafted a lot of Alexander Madison and Cam Akers and Damian Pierce this year. Did not work out for me. Um, and those were running backs who were going, you know, rounds four through six four through seven. It, it didn't work out for me. Um, it could be a little different next year, but I'm going to try and um, do a little draft strategy. I'm going to call it the AOTA, the A-O-T-A, basically um, all of the above draft. I want to start off with a, you know, a number one running back, number one wide receiver, get a, 
a top five quarterback, top five tight end, and uh, just kind of go get my guys who I know are going to be good. And uh, I'm going to try it in at least one of my leagues and see how it turns out. Let's talk I about that uh, sleeper league. Hmm? I got uh, a top quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and tight end. So that's where I think I'm going to keep those top four and then just kind of go from there and fill in holes. Yeah. Um, let's talk it gives about you a some... good balance, I think. Yeah, I agree. Let's talk about some players who you uh, are kind of looking to target next year in drafts. Who you got, Chris? I hate to say this, but uh, I'm thinking Justin Fields right now. Um, if the Bears grab Marvin Harrison Jr., that's going to open up that offense so much. Um, they've got three decent running backs. I mean, nothing. nobody can really start anymore, but they're all decent. So uh, they're not going to have to pay those guys much. They can go out and uh, get Harrison. Um, they got DJ out there. They got uh, Cole Komet. I mean, they got got a pretty good offense. If he can just settle down and uh, throw a little better uh, passing percentage, you know, he can always run. And I love him when he runs. But uh, I think Justin Fields is going to be vastly improved next year. And I hate to say it, the Bears are probably going to be pretty good too. Yeah. Uh, they, they, they got a good defense. I seen you snuck the Bears defense. Are you going to start them this week? I, I'm thinking about it over the Broncos. I, I might end up doing it. Yeah, but, uh, you know, they added some pieces. They added uh, sweat to the team, and they vastly improved there. And also looking at uh, Tank Dell and C.J. Stroud, I can see that team, you know, another year under the belt, season two for those guys. I can see that team really uh, taking off next year. Yeah. Um, you know, when I was writing down my players who I wanted to target, the first, the first ones that came to mind were Tank Dell and the C.J. Stroud stack, and then I read yours, so uh, I didn't start off with it. But, um, yeah, I'd love to have Tank Dell, C.J. Stroud stack. I think that would be amazing. They played so well together this year. You throw um, Brown in there, too? What was Brown that? and uh, – what's the Brown's name? Noah. Noah Brown and uh, – Nico Collins. I mean, they're, they're going to be loaded. Yeah. Um, Some other players who I'm looking to target next year. I want to grab one of the young tight ends who have uh, showed out this year. Either Trey McBride, Sam Laporta, Dalton Kincaid. Um, whichever one is going later in drafts, which will probably be Kincaid, I'm going to look to get. Um, you know, if Laporta or Trey McBride's at a, a decent spot, I'd probably grab one of those. Um and then just some younger uh, running backs, Tajay Spears, maybe Ty Chandler. Uh, JSN is a is a player. I mean, if Lockett doesn't return, I know he's getting older. Um, it might be his contract year. I'm not too sure. But if if Lockett's gone out of the Seahawks team, I'd like to get JSN. And then the player who I want, I need to get next year is Brees Hall. You know, if Aaron Rodgers is healthy, this offense should be you know, a lot better. Brees Hall's a top five running back this year. And, uh, yeah, I need to get him on the team. And Jameer Gibbs, too. Just some of those younger running backs. Gibbs is the man. Yeah. Top five. I don't even care if he's uh, splitting the load with Dave Montgomery. I, he looks fantastic out there. <laughs> he looks faster than anybody else I've seen. Like, it's, it's crazy. All righty. That'll do it for the Party Talk Podcast. We'll catch you next time. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year.